final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also brought to you by Delta, official airline of BYU basketball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Well, how about that one, Cougar fans? 79-75 in overtime. BYU comes all the way back from a 23-point first-half deficit. If you remember, BYU was down 16 at the break. They were down 42-26. They would outscore the Flyers by 16 in the second half. They would force overtime, and the Cougars took over in OT to snap their two-game losing streak. They win by four, and they salvage one of their three games in the Bahamas. That was a remarkable comeback by head coach Mark Pope's crew in the Bahamas. Welcome into Cougar Post Game Live. It is presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. And guess what? You're excited because the Cougars win. I'm about to add to your excitement because, as you know, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, on the app or at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. And there's lots of things to look at. We mentioned down 23 at the break. Let's go over a couple of things and specifically the difference in the first half versus the second half. Mark touched on this. This was his uh, stat that he brought up, his discovery, his data discovery. I'm going to focus on the three-point shot tonight. 13 of 27 for BYU. This is coming after one day later. Yesterday, BYU goes three for 20 from the perimeter. So 3 for 20 yesterday, today 13 for 27. And as I mentioned, let's let's focus on what happened in the second half. BYU in the first half from the perimeter was 4 for 10 from 3. So they had hit four free throws, or excuse me, four three-pointers in the first half. They finish with 13. The ability in that second half to not only get those shots off, but to start making those perimeter threes, it completely changed everything. Another thing to pay attention to, 11 turnovers. We've harped on that all season long. The coaching staff has talked about that all season long. They've got to find a way to take that turnover number down. 11 total turnovers for the day. That's including overtime. And they had eight at halftime. So once again... At the halftime break, BYU makes the adjustment, and in the second half, their turnovers drop dramatically. So after the first half, only three turnovers for BYU. That is such a massive reason why BYU got the victory, 79-75. to You can't go without talking about the play of a couple of guys. How about Jackson Robinson? He got hot from three in overtime. He really took over. Gideon George was brilliant, 21 points. He had six rebounds, two assists. The freshman, Dallin Hall. Look, a lot of this season, and Coach Pope has talked about this, this season is about trying to find 
and build the foundation of what BYU will be, not just this year, but over the next couple of years as BYU goes into the Big 12 next season. Dallin Hall is part of that foundation, and that was on display today in the Bahamas. Dallin, 12 points on 5 of 11 shooting. He had 3 rebounds, 5 assists for the freshman. A great game for those three, and, and Rudy Williams as well. 11 points. He only shot 3 of 8, but Rudy was big. He had 4 big free throws. He had 1 rebound and 3 assists. Just a great team effort for the BYU Cougars. Uh, let's get you some scores. We're monitoring the post-game press conference, um, and it's on Zoom, so we've got it up. There's nobody that's come to the podium as of yet. So let's get you some scores here. Uh, top 25 action. Actually, let's start with uh, with the local teams first. Utah Tech uh, facing North Dakota today. The Trailblazers fall to North Dakota 67-52. to uh, Elsewhere, this game is not tipped off. In fact, it won't tip off for about another five hours. Southern Utah is the only other local team that will play today. They are on the road, uh, I believe in Hawaii, taking on Texas State. 9 p.m. Mountain Time is the tip time for that game. Top 25 action going on right now. Two minutes left in the first half. Iowa State and number one North Carolina all tied up at 32 apiece. Also in the first half, just under 11 minutes to go. Number five, Virginia, all over Maryland Eastern Shore, 20-4. to Some finals from earlier today. 11th ranked Indiana defeating Jackson State, 90-51. Duke over Xavier, 71-64. And the 23rd ranked Maryland Terrapins get the win over Coppin State, 95 279. Coming up on the other side, we'll update you on some college football going on today, and if they make their way to the podium, whether it's BYU's coaches and players or Dayton's coaches and players, we'll let you hear from them on the other side as well. BYU comes all the way back. They get the win in overtime, 79-75 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It took overtime, but BYU gets the win 79-75. That means that the Cougars will finish in seventh place at the Battle for Atlantis. They win the third and final game that they play, defeating Dayton. Dayton now is the eighth place team in the Bahamas. Welcome back in to Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. Cougar Post Game Live is presented by Big O Tires. Let's update you on some college football games going on right now. We'll start with the top 25 teams. Number 17, North Carolina taking on NC State. Fourth quarter action, 10-04 to go. And it's the Wolfpack with the touchdown lead over the Tar Heels, 17-10 to at the half. Cal and UCLA battling each other. The Bears with a lead over the 18th-ranked Bruins, 21-17. to Later on tonight, number 16, Florida State, will be facing Florida. That game will be on ABC at 5.30 Mountain Time, so just a little over an hour from now. Finals from earlier today. Number 19, Tulane, defeats number 24, Cincinnati, 27-24. to That means that Tulane, I believe, will host the American... Uh, 
uh, championship. And this one, some obviously familiar names uh, for BYU fans, not just now, but in the future and in the very near future, I mean, as they will be conference opponents coming up. Number 23, Texas wins at home over Baylor. 38-27 is the final score. Baylor drops to 6-6 six and six on the season. The 23rd-ranked Longhorns improve to 8-4 and four overall, 6-3 and three in the Big 12. Earlier today, World Cup soccer, it was the United States versus England. The U.S. now with two draws, a scoreless draw for the Americans and England today. Uh, earlier, it was Boise State hosting Utah State, a college football matchup up on the Smurf turf. It's quite an entertaining game. It, it didn't start out that way because Boise State came out of the gate really feeling it. They took a 21 nothing lead over the Aggies, but Utah State would fight. In fact, they were trailing by five at 28-23. They had the ball. It was fourth down inside, I think, the 15-yard line. It was a fourth and six. They were not able to convert. In fact, it was an interception on fourth and sixth. Boise State took over with, uh, I think it was a, under two minutes. It may have even been under 90 seconds. Uh, but Boise State, uh, the quarterback green, a quarterback run off to the left side and ran for 91 yards and the touchdown. So the final score is somewhat deceiving. Utah State actually had a chance for the lead, but ultimately they fall 42-23. to Let's look ahead for BYU men's basketball as they make their way back from the Bahamas tonight. They will have two games next week, both in the state of Utah, but neither one of them in Provo. Both games will take place in Salt Lake City at Vivint Arena. The first being on Tuesday. The Cougars will face Westminster at Vivint, the home of the Utah Jazz. That game will get underway at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. That means that pregame coverage will be at 6 o'clock Mountain Time on both uh, BYU Radio and BYU TV. The Cougars will then have a couple of days off. They will once again travel north to Salt Lake City and play at Vivint against South Dakota coming up next Saturday. That is a 1.30 p.m. Mountain Time tip-off. So we'll have pregame coverage next Saturday at 12.30. So two games, both at Vivint Arena in downtown Salt Lake City, Tuesday night against Westminster, and then Saturday afternoon against South Dakota. The good news is the Cougars coming off a victory. The record improves to 4-3 and three on the season. All right, after the break, we'll get you back to the Imperial Arena for a more Cougar postgame live. You know what? Let's, let's actually pause for just a moment. We may be getting some Somebody at the uh, press conference um, Zoom here. So let's just go ahead and stay here for just a second. If it turns out it's BYU, we'll take it. If it's not, then we'll go ahead and take a break and let uh, Mark and Tyson take it on the other side. Let's see if uh, see if and it is BYU. It looks like it's going to be Jackson Robinson, Dallin Hall, and Mark Pope uh, at the podium. So let's go ahead and listen in to their post game comments. Okay. Um... Well, tonight was a great night. We uh, played the Dayton Flyers, and they jumped on us early. Everybody knows we should oh. play the Dayton Flyers. Like, these people were all at the game. Okay. But I like it anyway. It first time. First take uh, cut. Rookies. And we got down early, but we showed a lot of fight, came back. Um, lots of guys stepped up and hit big shots. Um, coach helped us and put the right players in and put us in the right position. We were able to have a comeback victory. Yeah. Now, do I ask questions? Mm-hmm. Any questions? Good job. Thank you. 
Coach, what changed in the second half? Obviously, you guys started making a lot of three-pointers. That was a big difference. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I probably didn't do a great job preparing us for this game. Just so much of it is just the, our, our head space. And, um, and so we really started out on our heels. Um, and we, were, we were trying to play cautious. Um, you know, we have some, some, some uh, holes in our game right now that we're trying to address. And so guys were being a little bit attentive and a little bit cautious. Um, and then, you know, just a little bit of an onslaught. And Dayton is a great team. I mean, they're in the top 25 a week ago. They're, they're in they, they're veteran guys and they know how to play together and they've been through these wars. So all of that put together got us off to a tough start. But, um, I couldn't be more proud. This is just about these players, man. They're just, they just are so hungry to get better and so hungry to improve and do it together. It's pretty special. Hi, Coach um, Alex Vehar with the um, with Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, this this trip for you guys, um, you ended up one and two, obviously, with this game being um, the big comeback win. What do these three games, kind of as in in totality, tell you about the state of the team right now? Well, we got a long way to go. Clearly, um, if we're going to be nationally relevant, we have a long way to go. Um, but we also can travel great distances in short time. And what I mean by that is if you just take these three games, the thing that I'm most pleased about, and you could take these two players actually up here as, as a microcosm of this. You know, the first night, um, we just, we just weren't great. Our, our competitive nature wasn't great. Our spirit wasn't great. We really struggled. And then, and then last night, our competitive spirit was excellent. Uh, you know, for example, we took, you know, one of the best defensive rebounding teams in the country and just through sheer effort and will, we, we ended up with 17 offensive rebounds. So we made huge progress there and still ended up with a loss. And tonight these guys uh, managed to put two things together actually with incredible competitive spirit and, and just a little bit, a little healthy dose of execution. And um, so these guys can get better. They're hungry to get better. Um, and, and so our expectation together as a team is that we are going to get better and get better and get better. We're not a great team right now, but we all believe that we have a chance to become a really, really good team. We just got a lot of work to do. Yeah, those questions for both players. With uh, Spencer out with the injury, kind of what was the mindset going to this game? And, and during the game, who did you look to for that kind of leadership and help? to uh, mount that comeback and, and ultimately win the game? Um, I feel like it wasn't just one person on the team. Uh, I feel like it was everybody. Everybody had to contribute in a different way, whether that be on the bench or on the court. Um, I think everybody did a great job of that in the second half. Um, the first half was really rough for us, and we all do it. But uh, all you can do is fight and crawl back, and that's exactly what we did, and we got the win. Uh, this one's for Dallin and Jackson. Um, I mean, when did you guys believe that you could come back and win? You want me to start? All right. Um, well, I think tonight showed a lot about our character um, and shows that we can always come back and win. But I felt like when they jumped us early and then – we came out and we we had a timeout and coach told us that we need to compete. And so we had a couple defensive rebounds where we really boxed out and then we got out and ran. And after that, I felt like we had a chance at winning. 
Um, and then we just, like Jack said earlier, we had to do it one possession at a time. So it was a process, but with this group of guys, I always believe we have a chance at winning. I appreciate Dallin editing that timeout conversation for content. Just go. When did you know? When I know what? When did you think we're, we're going to win this game? Um, I'd probably say, honestly, that second half in general, the whole second half, um, it was a rough first half, and I knew everybody uh, felt down. But, I mean, we all knew that we couldn't go out like that. And um, we all knew that we had to fight. And that's exactly what we came out and did. Jackson, um, Alex with the Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, two of these three games, um, you've made four three-pointers. And I think both games, you also had 14 points. Um, I think earlier in the season, you were struggling a little bit. And it seems like in two of these three games, um, you're kind of finding your offense a little bit. What do you think has changed um, lately for you? Um, I don't think anything's changed. Um, I mean, I'm a shooter. Um, I mean, as a shooter, you guys stay confident. And I feel like my teammates and my coaches have done a great job of instilling that confidence in me and telling me to keep shooting no matter if the ball goes in or not. And uh, just keeping that confidence is the biggest thing. You can't get down on yourself whether you're making the shot or not. So uh, just the confidence. Thank you. Good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Was the postgame comments from BYU head coach Mark Pope as well as Jackson Robinson and Dallin Hall. Much more of Cougar Postgame Live coming your way. We'll send it back to the Bahamas and get it back to Mark and Tyson. Cougars rally from 23 points down in the first half. They win in overtime over the Dayton Flyers, 79-75. Back to the Imperial Arena on Paradise Island in the Bahamas when we return on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Greg Rubel with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, Mark Durant filling in for Greg Rubel. Welcome back to the Imperial Arena here at uh, Paradise Island in the Bahamas. And just uh, before we have Coach Pope uh, come on in a little bit, just a couple of uh, items, uh, tidbits for Cougar fans to consider as they are thankful this weekend. Uh, number one, BYU started out 10 to nothing. In this uh, basketball game, didn't get their first bucket until the 1356 mark. That was a Gideon George bucket, and then uh, were able to get get back into this one. Trailed by 23 at the six minute mark, but able to find a way to get the win. Coach Pope will join us next on the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. This is BYU basketball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economic Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Greg Rebell on a plane across the United States to get out to Stanford to watch that or call that big football game tomorrow. Mark Durant filling in with him for him on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. You can't 
get a fill in for Mark Pope because he's the star of the show and he's with me now. And, uh, Coach, I worried in the first half that this might be a tough conversation I was going to have with you. But as it turns out, what a remarkable comeback. Really an epic all-timer, I think, for a team that kind of desperately needed something good to happen for them. Working hard, but something really good that happened for your team. Your initial thoughts on this game today? Well, I think it was – I think we all shared, you know, all the guys in this circle – uh, shared probably the worst Thanksgiving day we've ever had, um, and then we we you know thanks to these guys, man, thanks to their guts and their courage and their toughness and their willingness to learn and grow. Uh, we probably had my best day after Thanksgiving ever, and uh, I'm just I'm super proud of the guys. You know, there's, I told the guys in the locker room afterwards that this um, the, the, you know I'm a little bit of a, a winning addict. I just you know, I'm a pretty petty person, and I just, I just love it so much, and I, I chase it so hard as, as all these guys do. And probably the only thing in the, in 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 this sports arena that's more intoxicating to me than winning is watching guys grow, watching guys actually become something, watching a team kind of take the one step forward and two steps back and three steps forward of actually becoming something. And these guys, over the course of the last three days, for for any BYU fans that had the stomach to actually hang in there uh, from the first night to the second night to the third night. I mean, the growth is just palpable. You can feel it. You know, we had set a pretty low bar for ourselves uh, to, to grow from, but uh, I'm just, I'm really proud of these guys. I'm super happy for them, man. It's, it's the best part of sports, so it's great. These MTEs are unique events, playing back-to-back-to-back. Even the NCAA tournament, you know, you have at least one day it's a challenge for coaches. It's a challenge for players. Coming out in this game, you don't score for six minutes. Maybe what what do you think was happening then, and what was the uh, the junction that happened that turned it around for this team in your view? Well, so it was a lot. You know, uh, we're, we're, these guys are trying so hard. They're so young, and you know, then we lose Spence, who's our leading scorer and our best defensive player, and and uh, we're starting Jackson the two. And a couple times I called play calls and. And the guys look at me like, I don't know how to run that play in this position. You know, it's not like we had a lot of prep time from this morning to the game. And and um, and so we, we came in super tentative because we were, trying, we were trying to do better in the categories where we've struggled. We were trying to protect the ball. We were trying to make good decisions. We were trying, and so all of this had, a, had us on our heels. And you cannot play a, a great defensive team like Dayton on, on your heels. You can't. Like, it's just never going to work. And so... Um, it took us a long time to transition. You know, Dallin, Richie uh, gave us a huge boost off the bench. Um, Atiki gave us some really good energy off the bench. Uh, Trey gave us some good juice early on off the bench, and it kind of helped us at least get into the game. And then the problem was we, we, we had already unleashed the, the giant of Dayton basketball. I mean, it's the top 20. They were 21 a week ago, right? So this is a really, really good team that's had a cu- t- uh, tough couple days and, um, and a veteran team. And then it was just, you know, it was really extraordinary about these guys was, you know, they, they, they had to fight for the next 30 minutes with every ounce of guts that they had um, and just inch their way back into it. And it's pretty special, man. You know, this, uh, this is – you know, this is if it's not the best, it's 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 the top two that, that maybe they're a tie Maui and and Atlantis. They have the best teams, uh, yeah. and, and and it's all top teams in the country. 
And, you know, for this to be the largest comeback in the history of this tournament, you know, we've been really blessed to share a lot of history, haven't we? We've seen something. It's pretty magic. We've, we've, we've done some things. You've done some things, and I've been uh, fortunate enough to, to watch it. Uh, that was really a special one tonight. One more quick segment with you, and then we'll let you go celebrate this win. Back with Coach Pope in a second. You're listening to the, the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Mark Durant back with uh, Coach Mark Pope on the BYU Creamery Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. And Coach, man, turnovers have been an issue. We start this game, it was a turnover fest. You finished with 11 turnovers almost flawlessly after those first few minutes. Uh, I mean, we talk a lot about just getting better. And uh, I thought you made a lot of progress in that. Guys that maybe have been a little bit turnover-prone, Gideon, Dallin, uh, Rudy, really took care of the ball, and you needed that in this kind of game. Yeah, it's, you know, it's against, a, against a great defense. I mean, listen, Anthony Grant is actually one of my heroes in college basketball. I think he's so good, and, and um, his teams are built on the defensive side of the ball, and this team has terrific length, and they're really, they're really active, and you know, for us to turn the ball over the first two possessions, I think it was the first two or two of the first three, and then finished with 11. Um, I'm super proud of the guys. And, and the early turnovers were because they're trying so hard not to turn it over, and that's kind of the artistic part of coaching that we're still trying to figure out. Um, but it was the first night where we've had both uh, Rudy and Dallin as a, as a positive uh, assisted turnover ratio if you can actually imagine that so uh, it's tremendous progress for those guys I was I was really really pleased with their decision making and they're just learning like you know Rudy's learning a new position and Dallin's learning a whole new college experience and and uh it is first couple threes that was yeah, big I mean first two threes yeah. of the season and he shot him with confidence and I was super proud of that and he was really a good decision maker and we actually had some you know, those guys were solid enough defensively together tonight. They were actually able to play down some minutes at the one with Rudy, some minutes at the two, which is probably going to – we'll probably have to have some minutes, you know, until we get Spence back. It's probably going to be a little bit important for us. And, um, you know, I thought Foose had his best defensive night that he's had so far this season. Uh, you know, this this freaking uh, oh. Deron Holmes is a, is a veteran, veteran special player. And, Foose did a really, really admirable job about just standing him up. I was super proud of him. And he, in fact, Foose got to the point where he's like, don't send help. I got it. I got it. And I just love hearing those words from Foose about the way he's thinking about the game. Um, I thought Jax, you know, Jackson is, is, has so much impact for us defensively. He, he's so good, quietly so good defensively. And um, the fact that he's building his game there, um, you know, he's a tremendous, tremendous shooter, and that hasn't been evident early, but he's building his game the right way on the things that matter. So it was really fun for him to make some huge shots. And then, you know, lastly, uh, Gideon George, you know, he took, he's taking more and more ownership and leadership in, in timeouts for us. Uh, there's a timeout in the second half when we cut it to about six, and Gideon, uh, you know, I sat down and Gideon's like, Coach, wait one second, and Gideon has a little message he needed to give to the team, and that's what leaders do. And 
I'm gonna tell you my favorite. Let me tell. You, there's so many favorite plays of the game. Last night, if you remember, we had Butler on the ropes a little bit. We were up. We jumped into tandem, uh, our our kind of attacking zone, and we got him to miss a shot. No, no, I think we got a deflection, and there was a battle for deflection. There was a Butler player on the floor, Gideon up top, wrestling for the ball, and Gideon lost that. They kicked it out for three, banged the three, we're down two, and we actually never recovered from it. And then tonight, if you remember Gideon on this baseline, same exact setup. Like, it's a wrestle for it. It's Gideon against one of the players from Dayton, and Gideon ripped it away from him. We retain possession. It was an overtime, and it's just fun to see these guys grow. Like they learn, like it's experiential learning. And and they, you know, all of us, every sports pundit, every sports fan uses words like toughness and grit. These guys are actually starting to put some experience and understanding in that rarefied air of actually having some experience about what that really means. And so I'm super happy and proud of the guys. Yeah, really a, re- a remarkable performance, uh, comeback, uh, and you go down that list like you just did and so many great performances. You needed it all. Gideon was terrific, obviously, but he has so many people contributed. Now you, you get uh, Westminster next week. Yeah. and uh, Just going forward, what does a, a win like this do for this team? To, to just get the one here against a really good team in such a fashion, what can this do for your team? Well, you know, it needs to help us with our belief, and, and it needs to, it, you know, you're always battling when you've got a super young team. You 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 worry about how long they're going to be able to pour their whole heart and soul into the game and not be rewarded for it, right? So you worry about it, especially in such a concentrated time like this trip is. And so it buys us some more staying power for us to keep keep putting our whole having the courage to put our whole heart in the game and get better speaking of whole heart how much do you love richie saunders i love him we just gushed about him yeah. and he brings some real toughness yeah. and just effort uh, i think you really needed that and he and i think your team the team his teammates feed off of it hits some victories he just yeah. gets after it i love the kid he is um you know and he's a freshman like we had this huge conversation coming out of the time about, all right, no backdoor. And I stopped Richie. I stopped Jax. I stopped each individual. Don't get backdoor. Then Richie comes up and gives up a backdoor lap. But, th- but this is the thing. It's like that's, that's youth where you're putting experience. Now you're putting experience with behind the words. So next time I say that to him, it's going to mean something to him. Where now it's just words. But I'm telling you about Richie. So this Richie Saunders is such a special young man because as a coach, he's such a gift because I know exactly the energy I'm going to get from him every time I put him in the game. It doesn't mean he's going to play great. It doesn't mean he's going to make the right decision. But I know that his heart and soul is going to be oozing all over the court every time he goes in. He's a real gift to this team. And BYU fans, you have a lot of fun watching him. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, I know Greg wishes he was here for that one. Yeah, you know how invested yeah, he is. Sure. He would have loved that. I know he was yeah. listening. So we love Greg Rubel, but we love Coach Pope, and we yeah. love this team. It was nice to let, let them have some uh, enjoyment here in the yeah. Bahamas. Such a beautiful place. Yeah. Great to get a W, and yeah. please send my regards to the teams. Congratulate them, and uh, we're just ha- happy, happy to pull that one out. Super grateful, Mark. Thanks, brother. Hey, thanks. That's my coach, Mark Pope. One last segment for me back here in the Bahamas for the last time, and we'll sign off. But one more to go uh, here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Mark Durant here to wrap it up from the Bahamas. And what a magical time it's been here. I'm with my wife, Mary Lee, and my daughter, Stratton. We've had just an amazing time in a beautiful place. And the basketball wasn't as great, but what a great finish to this tournament. So happy for the guys, for the coaching staff, for Cougar fans on this Thanksgiving weekend to have that type of game to finish this one out against a very good Dayton team who came out a blazing BYU was down 10 to nothing to start this game did not score their first basket till around the 14 minute mark we're down 23 points with 6 minutes to go and come back to win this basketball game down 16 at halftime eat into that lead get the lead uh, chance to win at the buzzer goes into overtime and BYU pulls away for a truly remarkable victory what a great great comeback and a fun one to call uh the wonderful Tyson Jex, my good friend, and does some, such great work at BYU. He's off taking care of his responsibilities, but thank him for the great job he did as the color man on this one. Did a great job. Fun, fun to be with him. Uh, our studio host, of course, was Jason Shepard, control board, board operators, Corbin Radford, Logan Gardner, Terry South, coordinating producer, radio engineers, Barry Squires. Our on-site engineers have just been fantastic here. A top-flight tournament with top flight uh, engineering help here brian yost was the man who helped to meet a lot through this program and uh kirby myovac has been on our previous two games he's been terrific he's finishing this up with me now so thanks to thanks to them and to everyone who participated Chandler johnson of course uh my dear friend greg rubel who did most of the legwork for this to make it easy for me obviously this is not what i do and so i hope it was uh tolerable for the BYU fans out there but I sure had fun doing it what a great night great event here and we'll get back home to to the states and we'll see BYU next next week next Tuesday at Vivid Arena at seven o'clock against Westminster and then uh, Saturday again at Vivid uh one thirty, I think is a tip-off time there but that'll do it from the uh, island of the Bahamas Paradise Island to be exact at the Atlantis the battle for Atlantis and BYU comes away with just one win of the three, but man, what a fantastic win. Thanks for joining me on this ride, and uh, I appreciate it. And we'll see you back in the States, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. What a what a great time of the year as we go into the holidays, and uh, grateful for BYU basketball, grateful for this team and the coaching staff that I get to hang out with, grateful for my magnificent family and the many blessings that we all enjoy. It's a great time to be alive and a fun, fun basketball game to top it all off. That's it for me, Mark Durant, here from the Bahamas, Paradise Island. You've been listening to BYU Basketball. The big win, 79-75 here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Vorkey, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship, Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.